0: Act Two of The Widowing of Mrs. Holroyd by D. H. Lawrence. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The second act. The scene is the same. Two hours later. The cottage is in darkness save for the firelight. On the table is spread a newspaper. A cup and saucer, a plate. A piece of bacon in the frying tin or on the newspaper ready for the miner's breakfast. Mrs. Holroyd has gone to bed. There is a noise of heavy stumbling down the three steps outside. Steady now, steady.
1: It's all in darkness. Mrs., has she gone to bed?
2: He
0: tries the latch, shakes the door. Holroyd's voice.
2: He is drunk. Her's locked me out. Let me smash that bloody door in. "'Come out! Come out, sir.
0: "'He strikes a heavy blow on the door. "'There is a scuffle. "'Hold on a bit. What are you doing?'
2: "'I'm smashing that blasted door in.'
0: "'Mrs. Holroyd, appearing and suddenly drawing the bolts, "'flinging the door open. "'What do you think you're doing?' "'Holroyd, lurching into the room, snarling.
2: "'What? What?' Thou thought that I'd play the monkey tricks on me, did her? Shouting. But I'm gonna show thee.
0: He lurches at her threateningly. She recoils. Blackmore, seizing him by the arm. Hear, here! Come and sit down and be quiet. Holroyd, snarling at him.
2: What? What? And what's they got to do with it? Shouting. What's there got to do it?
1: Nothing, nothing. But it's getting late and you want your supper.
2: Holroyd, shouting. I want now. I'm allowed now in this house. Shouting louder. Her begrudges me every morsel I have. Oh, what a story. Holroyd, shouting. It's the truth and you know it. Blackmore, conciliatory. You'll rouse
1: the children. You'll rouse the children at this hour. Holroyd,
0: suddenly quiet.
2: Not me, not if I know it. I shan't disturb em, bless em.
0: He staggers to his armchair and sits heavily. Shall I light the lamp? No, don't
3: trouble. Don't stay any longer. There's no need. Blackmore, quietly.
0: I'll just see it's all right he proceeds in silence to light the lamp holroyd is seen dropping forward in his chair he has a cut on his cheek mrs holroyd is in an old-fashioned dressing-gown blackmore has an overcoat buttoned up to his chin there is a very large lump of coal on the red fire don't stay any
3: longer i'll see it's all right i shall be all right he'll go to sleep
1: now but he can't go like that what has he done to his face he had a row with Jim Goodwin. What about? I don't know. The beast. By Jove, and isn't he a weight? He's getting fat. Must be. He's big made. He has a big frame. Whatever he is, it took me all my time to get him home. I thought I'd better keep an eye on him. I knew you'd be worrying, so I sat in the smoke room and waited for him. Though it's a dirty hole, and dull as hell. Why did you bother? Well, I thought you'd be upset about him. I had to drink three whiskies. Had to, in all conscience. Smiling. I don't want to be the ruin of you, Blackmore. Smiling. Don't you? I thought he'd pitch forward onto the line and crack his skull.
0: Holroyd has been sinking farther and farther forward in drunken sleep. He suddenly jerks too far and is awakened. He sits upright, glaring fiercely and dazedly at the two, who instantly cease talking. Holroyd to Blackmore.
2: What are thou doing here?
0: Why, I came
3: along with you.
2: That a liar. I'm only just come in.
3: Mrs. Holroyd, coldly. He's no liar at all. He brought you home because you were too drunk to come yourself. Holroyd,
0: starting up.
2: That a liar. I never set eyes on him this night afore now. Mrs. Holroyd, with a pff of contempt.
3: You don't know what you have done tonight.
0: Holroyd,
2: shouting. I shall not have it, I'll tell thee. (sighs) I shall not have it. I shall have no carrying on in my house. Mrs. Holroyd, shrugging her shoulders.
0: Talk when you've got some sense. Holroyd, fiercely.
2: I have as much sense as thou." Am I a fool? Can I see? What's he doing here then? Answer me that. What?
3: Mr. Blackmore came to bring you home, because you were too drunk to find your own way, and this is the thanks he gets. Holroyd
0: contemptuously.
2: Blacky Moore, Moore. It's him that cuts thy cloth by, is it?
0: Mrs. Holroyd
3: hotly. You don't know what you're talking about, so keep your tongue still.
0: Holroyd, bitingly.
2: I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about, don't I? And what about him standing there, then, if I don't know what I'm talking about? What? You've been to sleep,
1: Charlie, and forgotten I came in with you not long since.
2: I'm not daft. I'm not a fool. I got eyes in my head and sense. You needn't try to get over me. I know what you're up to.
0: Blackmore, Flushing
1: It's a bit off to talk to me like that, Charlie, I must say.
2: I'm not good enough for her. She wants Mr. Blackymore. He's a gentleman, he is and now we have it all now we understand
3: i wish you understood enough to keep your tongue still
2: what what i'm to keep my tongue still am i and what about mr blackymore mrs holroyd fiercely stop
3: your mouth you you vulgar low-minded brute
2: am i am i and what are you? What tricks are you up to and all? But that's all right, that's all right. Shouting. That's all right if it's you.
1: I think I'd better go. You seem to enjoy calumniating your wife.
0: Holroyd, mockingly.
2: calumniating, calumniating. I'll give you calamniating, you mealy-mouthed jockey. I'll give you calamniating.
1: I think you've said about enough.
2: Have I? Have I, you flimsy jack? Have I? In a sudden burst... But I've not done with thee yet.
0: Blackmore, ironically... No, and you haven't. Holroyd, shouting, pulling himself up from the armchair.
2: I'll show thee! I'll show thee!
0: Blackmore laughs.
2: Yeah, yeah, my young monkey. It's that is it. Yes, it's me. Holroyd shouting. And I'll make thee wish it weren't. I will. What? What? That comes slithing round here, would ta? He lurches forward at Blackmore
0: with clenched fist. Drunken, drunken fool! Oh, don't! Holroyd turning to her. She puts up her hands before her face. Blackmore seizes the upraised arm and swings Holroyd round. Blackmore, in a towering passion, mind what art doing. Holroyd, turning fiercely on him, incoherent. He aims a heavy blow. Blackmore evades it so that he is struck on the side of the chest. Suddenly he shows his teeth. He raises his fists, ready to strike Holroyd when the latter stands to advantage. Mrs. Holroyd, rushing upon Blackmore. No, no, oh no! She flies and opens the door, and goes out. Blackmore glances after her, then at Holroyd, who is preparing, like a bull, for another charge. The young man's face lights up.
2: Wah!
0: As he advances, Blackmore quickly retreats out of doors. Holroyd plunges upon him. Blackmore slips behind the door jamb, puts out his foot, and trips Holroyd with a crash upon the brick yard. Oh, what has he done to himself? Blackmore, thickly. Tumbled over himself. Holroyd is seen struggling to rise, and is heard incoherently cursing.
3: Aren't you going to get him up? What for? But what shall we do?
0: Let him go to hell. Holroyd, who had subsided, begins to snarl and struggle again. Mrs. Holroyd, in terror.
3: He's getting up.
0: All right, let him. Mrs. Holroyd looks at Blackmore, suddenly afraid of him also. Holroyd, in a last frenzy.
2: I'll show thee I'll.
0: He raises himself up and is just picking his balance when Blackmore, with a sudden light kick, sends him sprawling again. He is seen on the edge of the light, to collapse into stupor. He'll kill you, he'll kill you. Blackmore laughs short. Would you believe it? Oh, isn't it awful? She begins to weep in a little hysteria. Blackmore stands with his back leaning on the doorway, grinning in a strained fashion. Is
3: he hurt, do you think? I don't know. I should think not. I wish he was
0: dead. I do, with all my heart. Do you? He looks at her quickly. She wavers and shrinks. He begins to smile strainedly as before. You don't know what you wish or what you want. Mrs. Holroyd,
3: troubled. Do you think I could get past him to come inside? I should think so.
0: Mrs. Holroyd, silent and troubled, maneuvers in the doorway, stepping over her husband's feet, which lie on the threshold.
1: Why, you've got no shoes and stockings on.
0: No. She enters the house and stands trembling before the fire. Blackmore following her.
3: Are you cold? A little, with standing on the yard. What a shame.
0: She, uncertain of herself, sits down. He drops on one knee awkwardly and takes her feet in his hands. Don't, no, don't.
1: They are frightfully cold.
0: He remains with head sunk for some moments, then slowly rises. Damn him. They look at each other, then, at the same time, turn away. We can't leave him lying there.
1: No, no. I'll bring him in. But— He won't wake again. The drink will have got hold of him by now. He hesitates. Could you take hold of his feet? He's so heavy.
0: Yes. They go out and are seen stooping over Holroyd. Wait, wait till I've got him. Half a minute. Mrs. Holroyd backs in first. They carry Holroyd in and lay him on the sofa. Doesn't he look awful? It's more mark than mar. It isn't much, really. He is busy taking off Holroyd's collar and tie, unfastening the waistcoat, the braces, and the waist buttons of the trousers. He then proceeds to unlace the drunken man's boots. Mrs. Holroyd, who has been watching closely, I shall never get him upstairs. He can sleep
1: here with a rug or something to cover him. You don't want him upstairs? Never again.
0: Blackmore, after a moment or two of silence. He'll
1: be all right down here. Have you got a rug? Yes.
0: She goes upstairs. Blackmore goes into the scullery, returning with a lading can and towel. He gets hot water from the boiler. Then, kneeling down, he begins to wipe the drunken man's face lightly with the flannel to remove the blood and dirt. Mrs. Holroyd, returning. What are you doing? Only wiping his face to get the dirt out.
3: I wonder if he'd do as much for you. I hope not. Isn't he horrible? Horrible. Blackmore looks up at her. Don't look at him, then. I can't take it in. It's too much. He
1: won't wake. I will stay with you. Mrs. Holroyd, earnestly. No, oh no. There will be the drawn sword between us.
0: He indicates the figure of Holroyd, which lies, in effect, as a barrier between them. Mrs. Holroyd, blushing. Don't. I'm sorry. Mrs. Holroyd, after watching him for a few moments, lightly wiping the sleeping man's face with a towel.
3: I wonder you can be so careful over him. Blackmore, quietly. It's only because he's helpless. But why should you love him ever so little? i don't only he's helpless five minutes since i could have killed him well i don't understand you man why
1: i don't know i thought as i stood in that doorway and he was trying to get up i wished as hard as i've ever wished anything in my life what that i'd killed him i've never wished anything so much in my life if wishes were anything don't it does
3: sound awful
1: i could have done it too
0: he ought to be dead Mrs. Holroyd, pleading.
3: No, don't. You know you don't mean it, and you make me feel so awful. I do
1: mean it. It's simply true what I say. But don't say it. No?
3: No, we've had enough. Give me the rug. She hands
0: it to him, and he tucks Holroyd up. You only do it to play on my feelings. Blackmore, laughing shortly. And now give me a pillow. Thanks. There is a pause. Both look at the sleeping man. I
1: suppose you're fond of him, really. No more. You were fond of him? I was, yes. What did you like in him? Mrs. Holroyd, uneasily. I don't know. I suppose you really care about him, even
3: now. Why are you so sure of it? Because I think it is so. I did care for him. Now he has destroyed it. I don't believe he can destroy it.
0: Mrs. Holroyd, with a short laugh.
3: <laughs> Don't you? When you are married, you try. You'll find it isn't so hard. But what did you like in him? Because he was good-looking and strong in that? I like that as well. But if a man makes a nuisance of himself, his good looks are ugly to you, and his strength loathsome. Do you think I care about a man because he's got big fists, when he is a coward in his real self? Is he a coward? He is a petty-fogging, paltry one.
1: And so you've really done with him? I have. And what are you going to do? I don't know. I suppose nothing. You'll just go on. Even if you've done with him, you'll go on with him. There is a long pause. But there was nothing else in him but his muscles and his good looks to attract you to him?
3: Why? What does it matter? What did you think he was? Why must we talk about him? Because I can never quite believe you. I can't help whether you believe it or not. Are you just in a rage with him because of tonight? I know. Tonight finished it. But it was never right between us. Never? Not once. And then tonight? No, it's too much. I can't stand any more of it. I
1: suppose he got tipsy. Then he said he wasn't a married man. Vowed he wasn't to those paper bonnets. They found out he was and said he was frightened of his wife getting to know. Then he said they should all go to supper at his house. I suppose they came out of
3: mischief. He did it to insult me.
1: Oh, he was a bit tight.
3: You can't say it was deliberate. No, but it shows how he feels toward me. The feeling comes out in drink. How does he feel toward you? He wants to insult me and humiliate me in every moment of his life. Now, I simply despise him.
1: You really don't care any more about him?
3: No. Blackmore hesitates. And you would leave him? I would leave him, and not care that about him any more. She snaps her fingers.
0: Will you come with me? Mrs. Holroyd, after a reluctant pause.
1: Where? To Spain. I can, any time, have a job there,
0: in a decent part. You could take the children. The figure of the sleeper stirs uneasily. They watch him. Will you?
3: When would you go? Tomorrow, if you like. But why do you want to settle yourself with me and the children? Because I want to. But don't you love me? Why don't I? You don't.
1: I don't know about that. I don't know anything about love. Only I've gone on for a year now and it's got stronger and stronger. What has? This... this wanting you to live with me. I took no notice of it for a long time. Now I can't get away from it, at no hour and no how.
0: He still avoids direct contact with her. But you'd like to get away
1: from it. I hate a mess of any sort, but if you'll come away with me, you and the children... But I couldn't. You don't love me. I don't know what you mean
3: by I don't love you. I can feel it. And do you love me? a pause i don't know everything is so so there is a long pause how old are you thirty-two i'm twenty-seven and have you never been in love i don't think so i don't know but you must know i must go and shut that door that keeps clicking
0: she rises to go upstairs making a clatter at the stair-foot door the noise rouses her husband as she goes upstairs, he moves, makes coughing sounds, turns over, and then suddenly sits upright, gazing at Blackmore. The latter sits perfectly still on the sofa, his head dropped, hiding his face. His hands are clasped. They remain thus for a minute. Hello. He stares fixedly. Hello. His tone is undecided, as if he mistrusts himself.
2: Wh- who are you?
0: Blackmore does not move. Holroyd stares blankly. He then turns and looks at the room.
2: Well, I don't know.
0: He staggers to his feet, clinging to the table, and goes groping to the stairs. They creak loudly under his weight. A door latch is heard to click. In a moment, Mrs. Holroyd comes quickly downstairs. Has he gone to bed? Mrs. Holroyd, nodding.
1: Lying on the bed. Will he settle now
3: i don't know he is like that sometimes he will have delirium tremens if he goes on
1: blackmore softly you can't stay with him you know
0: and the children we'll take them oh her face puckers to cry suddenly he starts up and puts his arms round her holding her protectively and gently very caressingly she clings to him they are silent for some moments Blackmore struggling in an altered voice.
1: Look at me and kiss me.
0: Her sobs are heard distinctly. Blackmore lays his hand on her cheek, caressing her always with his hand. My God, but I hate him. I wish either he was dead or me. Mrs. Holroyd hides against him. Her sobs cease. After a while he continues in the same murmuring fashion.
1: I can't go on like it any more. I feel as if I should come in two. "'I can't keep away from you. I simply can't. Come with me. Come with me and leave him. If you knew what a hell it is for me to have you here, and to see him. I can't go without you. I can't. It's been hell every moment for six months now. You say I don't love you. Perhaps I don't, for all I know about it. But, oh, my God, don't keep me like it any longer. Why should he have you, and I've never had anything?'
3: "'Have you never loved
1: anybody?' no i've tried kiss me of your own wish will you i don't know
0: blackmore
1: after a pause let's break clear let's go right away do you care for me
3: i don't know
0: she loosens herself rises dumbly when do you think you will know she sits down helplessly i don't
1: know yes you do know really if he was dead should you marry me Don't say it. Why not? If wishing of mine would kill him, he'd soon be out of the way. But the children. I'm fond of them.
3: I shall have good money. But he's their father. What does that mean? Yes, I know.
0: A pause.
3: But... Is it him
0: that keeps you? No.
3: Then
1: come with me,
0: will you? He stands waiting for her. Then he turns and takes his overcoat, pulls it on, leaving the collar turned up, ceasing to twist his cap.
1: Well, will you tell me tomorrow?
0: She goes forward and flings her arms round his neck. He suddenly kisses her passionately.
3: But I ought
0: not. She draws away a little. He will not let her go. Yes, it's all right. He holds her close. Is it? Yes, it is. It's all right. He kisses her again. She releases herself, but holds his hand. They keep listening. Do you love me?
3: What do you ask for? Have I hurt you these months? You
1: haven't. And I don't care what it's been if you'll come with me. There is a noise upstairs,
0: and they wait. You will soon, won't you? She kisses him. He's not safe. She disengages herself and sits on the sofa. Blackmore takes a place beside her holding her hand in both his. "'You should have waited for me.' "'How wait?' "'And not have
3: married him.' "'I might never have known you. I married him to get out of my place.' "'Why?' "'I was left an orphan when I was six. My Uncle John brought me up in the coach and horses at Rainsworth. He'd got no children. He was good to me, but he drank. I went to Mansfield Grammar School.' and he fell out with me because I wouldn't wait in the bar, and I went as nursery governess to Berryman's. And I felt I'd nowhere to go. I belonged to nowhere, and nobody cared about me. And men came after me, and I hated it. So, to get out of it, I married the first man that turned up. And you never cared about him? Yes, I did. I did care about him. I wanted to be a wife to him. But there's nothing at the bottom of him, if you know what I mean. You can't get anywhere with him. There's just his body and nothing else. Nothing that keeps him. No anchor, no roots, nothing satisfying. It's a horrible feeling there is about him. That nothing is safe or permanent. Nothing is anything.
1: And do you think you can trust me? I think you're different from him. Perhaps I'm not. Mrs. Holroyd, warmly you are at any rate we'll
3: see you'll come on saturday to london well you see there's my money i haven't got it yet my uncle has left me about a hundred and twenty pounds
1: well see the lawyer about it as soon as you can i can let you have some money if you want any but don't let us wait after saturday but isn't it wrong why if you don't care for him and the children are miserable between the two of you which they are yes Well, then, I see no wrong. As for him, he would go one way, and only one way, whatever you do. Damn him, he doesn't matter. No. Well, then, have done with it. Can't you cut clean of him? Can't you now? And then, the children? They'll be all right with me and you, won't they? Yes. Well, then, now come and have done with it. We can't keep on being ripped in two like this. We need never hear of him any more.
0: Yes.
3: I love you. I do love you.
0: Oh, my God. He speaks with difficulty, embracing her.
3: Now look at him and then at you.
0: <laughs> she gives a short laugh.
1: He's had all the chance. It's only fair, Lizzie. My love.
0: There is silence. He keeps his arm round her. After hesitating, he picks up his cap. I'll go then at any rate.
1: Shall you come with
3: me? She follows him to the door. I'll come on Saturday. Not now? Curtain. End of Act Two.